North Texas Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm Dave Palmer, Cecil Anderson running the board, and have a returning guest. Uh, you might remember Tim Francis. Uh, he came on GRN Alive with us. Gosh, it must have been a, at least a year and a half, two years ago, talking about, I think, a very important topic. And he's a, he's a really dynamic speaker, and uh, he is going to be given a presentation, actually three nights in a row, the same presentation called Signs from God, Miracles and Their Meaning. It's going to be at St. Michael Catholic Church in Bedford. Monday through Wednesday, October 11th through the 13th, 630 to 9 p.m. each night. And again, the same talk three nights in a row. So you don't, you can go to all of them if you want, but really you just need to pick one of those and get to it. I am planning on bringing my family and it's really exciting. Tim and his family are members of St. Elizabeth and Seton Parish in Keller and he's been doing these talks for a number of years. Tim, welcome. How you doing? I'm good. It's good to talk to you again, Dave. Yeah, it's been a while. I I know, you know, COVID kind of shut down a lot of the folks like you, you know, running, you know, traveling around the world, giving talks. But uh, I remember, gosh, how long you've been doing this? Or maybe you can give a, so, go back you, in time. Give us a little bit of, how did this all get started? Yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll make it as short as possible here. So I grew up in Ohio in a small town, um, one of six kids, Dave. We went to church every Sunday. But then I, like so many people, went off to college and went to Ohio State University. And I always say my feast days were Ohio State-Michigan football. You know, that's, I, just, <laughs> I lived for that whole scene, yeah. man, football and weightlifting and unfortunately partying and eventually got into addiction. And my mom just kept praying and praying and praying. I came down to Texas. My wife had a house in uh, – already built in Euless, Texas. Hmm. Okay. So, so I was living, I got married and I was living in Euless, uh, Texas. I, I started going to the big mega church out in Grapevine, Texas called, called Fellowship Church. So I wasn't going to Catholic church. My wife had no religious upbringing and we got heavily involved in Fellowship Church in Grapevine, had the very first New Walk Bible study uh, at our house. We hosted it. I, I wasn't teaching the Bible, but I was just, I was hosting and I was, I was all in. It was a new life change for my wife and I. And uh, my mom sent me a tape called Signs from God, um, Science Test Faith. Sounds similar to this talk, but a little different. Signs from God, Science Test Faith. 28 million people watched this. It was on a VCR tape. My mom sent it to me. I was in Euless, Texas. I'll never forget. And I remember watching it thinking, wow, that is amazing. I witnessed uh, miraculous things like a lady having a stigmata. And I didn't go to Catholic school. I didn't know anything about Padre Pio or you know nothing. And then, I, and then from there... I used to go show it to people, Dave, and, and I, I still wasn't going to Catholic church, but it caught my attention. Mm-hmm. And literally, I, I, my mom passed away. I lost the tape, and in 2009, I moved over to Keller and started to go to St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Some guy calls me. So 10 years after my mom sent me the tape, some guy calls me and says, hey, you, I was cleaning out my house, and you left the tape there, and it was <laughs> my mom's tape. So I thought, okay, there's mom saying, I need you to know what this was about. And at that point, I got my hands on this book that explained it all, and I started going to daily mass, adoration, I mean, everything. And, and then in 2009, the man that was on the video, and I mean a very famous investigative journalist, you may not remember this, Dave, but you helped me. I, you didn't know me. I was nobody, of course, and still nobody, but my point is I'd never done anything in the Catholic Church, and I just wanted the whole world to hear this. And, I, and you uh, allowed me to get on the radio show because I, I organized for that famous uh, investigative journalist to be at Keller um, at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in 2009. That was September 10th, 2009. And I don't know if you remember, but there was 
2,000 people there. I remember that. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. So that's what launched the people that have this launch. What it launched is because I just wanted everybody to hear this because my mom sent it to me in 99. I didn't find out until 2009. It happened to be the St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. And I said, the whole world needs to hear this story. And by the way, Dave, I still feel the same. And guess what? Still nobody knows about it for the most part. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. You feel like uh, like in, in light of all those, you know, God incidences and God bless your mother. May God rest her soul and uh, for her influence on you. You sound like a St. Augustine character in the way you describe yourself. And she's the your St. Monica. Uh, it, it, it seems like almost God has uh, chosen you to get this message out to the world. Do you see it that way that you're kind of an instrument of God? No question. That's a hundred percent. I remember sitting with the prayer ladies at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton at the, at the morning mass, and they would say, come up to me and say, are you, you going to be a priest? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and, and, and it hit me. I just remember basically God told me, not in an audible voice, but internally, you've been out there. I, I was at the time selling eye nutrition with eye doctors, and he said, you've been selling stuff for the world. Now you're going to sell stuff for me, essentially, you're, and, and you're going to work for, for, for my mother. And she's going to bring you people, and you're going to organize an army to help people, sh- to show people that Jesus Christ is alive in the Holy Eucharist. That was, the, that was the whole mission, that Jesus Christ is alive in the Holy Eucharist, because there's so many people like you, Tim, that don't really appreciate or understand. They're not bad people. They just don't understand what they've walked into. Okay, just real quick, it's funny, because when we were going to the megachurch, my wife did not want to be Catholic, okay? Mm-hmm. And we almost divorced, okay? Um and uh, my son, uh, at one point, I decided that, okay, we'll go to the, to the mega church and the Catholic Mass. And, I, and, and, the, and the church I started going back to was St. Michael's in Bedford. Yeah. That's why this is so special to me. And, and my, my son would say, are we going to the fun church or the boring church? <laughs> now, today, today he's 20, yeah. and he, he's, he's with Net Ministries. Oh. <laughs> and and, and he, he prostrates himself in adoration. He won't use a kneeler during Mass. I mean, he, he loves the sacred. And yet then, you know, all I could think about was the entertainment. Yeah. That boring church is really to, uh, come alive for him, hasn't it? <laughs> that, well, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, you, you know, yeah, that's right. My, yeah, my, my, my daughter is considering that as well. So I, I think it's a, it's a great program. So Go. God, God bless him. Go. So, um, as I recall, and by the way, Tim Francis is our, uh, my guest. Uh, he's going to be at St. Michael in Bedford, uh, October 11th, 12th, and 13th, Monday through Wednesday in the evening, 630 to 9. It's uh, the same presentation three times in a row, which I think is, is a really, really good idea because you might say, well, we can't make it on Monday. Well, okay. Go on Tuesday. <laughs> go on Wednesday. You can certainly don't have plans three nights in a row, so I think everybody can make this. And uh, as I recall, Tim, from your 2009 presentation in Keller, uh, a lot of visuals, you know, uh, projection, because this is a hard presentation to make if you're not showing people things. So well, what is the presentation like? Give us a little preview. Yeah, you bet. And you hit the nail on the head. My goal was I wanted to people to experience what I experienced um, through the tape my mom sent me and through the research that I eventually got in my hands over the course of 10 years, not just tell them about it. I want them to experience. So what are they going to see? I have a PowerPoint. We'll have, bi- we'll have big screens over there. It's in the Great Hall. And so they have a nice big screen over there. And they're going to witness uh, communion hosts, you know, Eucharistic miracles. And, and, and they're going to hear from the horse's mouth. Many people have heard about Eucharistic miracles now or more than they did 10 years ago. Um, but 
you know, many of those miracles that we'll talk about, like the one in Buenos Aires, Argentina, uh, the, the person whom I'm going to be showing, he is the horse's mouth. He did the investigation. So they're going to see the scientific investigation. They're going to see the, the bread as it turned into heart tissue and what the scientists said and how that relates to the church. They're also going to witness what really caught my attention. My mom got my attention with the lady who had the stigmata. They're going to see uh, the filming uh, and the testing before, during, and after a stigmata of someone who, who lives today under, under the church's guidance. Um, they're going to see there's going to be a statue that I'm going to show and talk about that's been crying and weeping for 20 plus years. And by the way, these are all interrelated. And one thing I say, David, you, you know, you said it's signs from God, miracles and their meaning. It's not, this is not about sensationalism. This is about showing signs from God that have a message that will lead people to the truth of the Catholic Church in a very big way from young to old. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Some people would say, oh, I don't need, you know, I don't need miracles. I don't need signs. You know, I just have faith and, and all that. And I was like, you know, we come to know God through our senses. You know, I, I look out and see trees and birds and, you know, and I, and, and that, that, that moves me to love God more. So I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, yeah, I, I trust and believe in God, but, uh, this is like maybe for the, um, you have some testimonies about fallen away sons returning to the church. And sometimes in some cases, people need things like this. It sounded like your story. You kind of needed something like this to to kind of wake you up and uh, and so tell us about some of the testimonies because i know there have been a lot a hardened hearts that come to your presentation and say you know what this this is real there's a lot of those kind of stories aren't there yeah two things one when people say um i believe without this that would be my my father right you know people who they don't need they truly don't need they have this childlike faith they've always believed but we live in a generation that says i'll believe it when i see it right and you hit the nail on the head yeah i absolutely needed to see but what i usually tell people dave is i say you know when someone says i i believe without it i'm like but it's not just about you because i i almost guarantee that you have kids and grandkids that need this, that are, that are, are not in the choir, if you will. Right. Yeah. And so when people say you're preaching to the choir, yeah, but you have kids and grandkids that are not. And so I would really recommend people um, come, even if your kids are in Alaska, cause I'm going to give you some resources and tools just like my mom did to me. And I'll give you a couple examples. If they're within a two hour radius, have them come home from college and cancel one of these nights. And I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. I'm being serious yeah. about that. I'll give you one example. I was in Arizona and this lady comes up to me. It was a three-night deal. After the first night, she looked at me like she'd seen a ghost, and she said, I have to get my son here. Now, I've heard that so many times now. I have to get my son here. I said, well, bring him. She goes, he doesn't live with me. He probably won't go. My first thing is to say, well, guilt him. You're his mother. You know, <laughs> do what you have to do. And she said, I, I, he's so busy. You know how it is with young kids. I said, well, pay him. She laughed. I said, did you pay for college? She said, yeah. I said, pay him. Mm -hmm. So he sends me an email. It's on the flyer when, when people get the flyer. But he sent me an email a week or so later. He got it from his mother, and he said, this is a part of it. He said, I wanted to thank you for changing my life. My mom went to day one of the three-day mission. She got me to attend the second day. She paid him, actually, 100 bucks. <laughs> she said, I was an occasional mass attendee, mostly holidays. After your talk, I made a good confession and now attend mass daily. 
right? Now, a Protestant pastor came there with his family. I didn't know that he was a Protestant pastor. He said, without hesitation or exaggeration, I can say that this presentation was the pinnacle of my return to the Catholic Church. And I could go on and on. I mean, I got tons of these, you know. Yeah, amazing. Uh, the website is sciencetestsfaith.com forward slash Bedford. sciencetestsfaith.com forward slash Bedford. Uh, St. Michael Catholic Church in Bedford, October 11th, 12th, and 13th, Monday through Wednesday, 6.30 to 9 p.m. And you mentioned about how you used to uh, live in Ulysses and uh, you worshipped at uh, St. Michael's. Uh, I, I live really close to this parish. I know Father B, the pastor. Uh, why this parish, or how did you connect with them again? Well, I lived in Ulysses, and that was the closest church, and I had been back to Catholic Church, and, and after I... Um on top of that tape that my mom sent me, I was very fortunate to have Father Mitch Pacwa at my house, and, and I was hosting um, a, a debate between him, or dialogue slash debate between him and the leaders of Denton Bible Church. And then I also had um, Tim Staples, when he worked for St. Joseph Communications, I picked him up and brought him to my house and, and, and recorded a debate between him and the leaders there. So I was, I, was, I was sifting through the apologetic and the supernatural, and just so happens that when I determined that absolutely the Catholic faith and, and the Mass was vital, that I, I needed to find the closest church. It was St. Michael's, so that's where I would go. I'd just go down the road there to St. Michael's Church. I see on the, the flyer also, it says that you're going to be discussing the meaning of suffering. Why be Catholic after all this corruption? It seems like, well, how does that connect all this? So what's the connection, and how does that work into your presentation? Oh, in a big way, a big way, and, uh, and so much that I won't have time to talk. But well, just as an example, we have several things we show at, 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 of suffering. For example, a lady who suffers the stigmata. Um, you got a you got a, a bleeding, suffering a statue of Jesus. You got a, a, a communion host that turns into a suffering heart. And then we talk about everybody's suffering. Let, let's talk about COVID. Let's talk about cancer. Let's talk about how, you know, what does that all mean? I, the only faith that I've ever heard that has an actual specific answer for why do bad things happen to good people is the Catholic faith, yeah. right? The understanding of the redemptive suffering. And this was, this was a, this, even though it's been around a long time, this was a wild teaching for me, right? I, I never even, I didn't grow up with that. I, the idea that suffering um, could have so much value, and it, it relates so perfectly in, into all of this. David, I must say that that website you gave, so did people know, it may not be live until tomorrow, just so you know. They just put it up, the web guys. Okay. So just so when they go there, if you go to sciencetestfaith.com forward slash Bedford, it may not be t live till tomorrow, end of day, or something like that. My web guys are trying to make it live. Yeah, this is going to run on Saturday. So by the you know we we recorded this on Wednesday, so it should be okay. live and uh, alive and kicking by the time this runs. Absolutely. So so we we should be great. Uh, you know the the cool thing about this, Tim, is it sounds like you got apologetics and science and faith and theology all kind of rolled up into a big ball and so a little something yes. for everybody i mean uh, you know sometimes people give an apologetics talk or a science talk or a shroud of turin it's uh, you know eucharistic miracles yeah it, it's it seems like there's a lot there and also you people can tell by your enthusiasm that you are not a boring speaker you're <laughs> very dynamic and so i i you know we talk a lot about bringing young people bring college students this is really for everybody, How, what, what would you say the age limit is? You may not want to bring a, a three-year-old, I'm guessing, but what, what's, what's the age that you're kind of targeting? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that um, 
from from ninth grade and above, they're going to get more out of it. But I, I've had people younger, you know, surprisingly sit there through the whole thing and, and t- tell their parents afterwards it was amazing. I mean, they can only, you know, you have kids, they can only retain so much. Um, there's a lot going on. Um, so I'd leave it up, up to the parents. And there's nothing that I would say they can't see, at least for my kids. I mean, I have three children, and my, my youngest is now 14, and I've been doing this for 10 years, huh? So he's seen all of this, whether he picked up on all of it, I don't know. But I, I think ninth grade, you know, high school and above is probably a good age. Yeah. Hey, you know, the, the Carlo Acutis, you know, you're probably familiar with this uh, young man who, who died and he had this website that he had developed about Eucharistic miracles. Have you done any uh, cross research on him or does that, does that work into your uh, presentation at all? No, I've heard of him. And I've been I've been talking about this before I ever heard of him, right? And uh, it, it's so no, I, I've heard of him. I know that that, that documentary movie is supposed to be coming out. They're making on Eucharistic miracles. Um, I, I've been talking about making movies for I don't know eight years, um, which which we're gonna for sure. So no, I, I I just heard about it. You probably know more about him than I do, and, and he sounds like an amazing guy that uh, had the same goal I do, which is showing people that Jesus Christ is alive in the Holy Eucharist. And the meaning and the power of mass and the sacraments of the church. Mm-hmm. He's doing uh, a lot of his work, uh, you know. A- after uh, you know, being he's he's passed away, but uh, you, like we said before, you're the instrument of somebody still alive, traveling the world. And where, where have you been? Uh, have you been on all the continents? Uh, I know it says here on your flyer you've done over 500 parish missions. Uh, uh, where, where is this uh, you know effort taking you? Primarily in the United States. I, f- I feel you know somebody said along. Uh, time ago, I heard somebody talking about missions, and they went over to Africa to build huts or something, and they, and they said they thought they were going to help the people, and they got over there and realized that the people that needed help was the people in America, because yeah. because that, the, the people over there were poor financially, but high, rich in, in, in their faith, and I just think we have, a, there's just so many people, as you know, to wake up, not, again, not, I must stress, not because people are bad people, because I, I, I still believe, Dave, that 90% of those even 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 at mass don't truly appreciate what we've walked into yeah. when we go to a mass you know and so that's it's never ending i you know that, that's my i have two missions micro mission is doing what i'm doing these talks and conferences and so on. i'll do that till the day i die two if we have a bigger mission at, which at some point we should talk about um which is using the media to to reach the entire world um, in, in a really big way to show what? That Jesus Christ is alive in, in the Holy Eucharist. Yes. Tim Francis here. We uh, just have a couple minutes remaining in this interview of the week. His presentation is called Signs from God, Miracles and Their Meaning. St. Michael Catholic Church in Bedford, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, October 11th, 12th, and 13th, 6.30 to 9 p.m. each night. Uh, the same presentation three nights in a row. So just pick which of those three nights you can go and uh, and do show up as I plan to do. I, I have uh, teenage daughters and they really need to hear this. ScienceTestsFaith.com forward slash Bedford is the website. Tim, is it a free presentation? Do they need to register? Give us some of the, the nuts and bolts of how pe- what people need to do ahead of time. Just show up. That's it. It's okay. free. All right. Very good. Will you have resources available? Are there, you know, CDs, books, uh, have uh, any, anything? Yeah, that, that I will. Can... I'll have them. There's a book that changed my life and I'll have them ship it there. And, and yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I would tell people this also get there early 
if it's like anything else, it's usually pretty crowded and people are hungry for this. So get there early. But also, if you can make an, the, uh, the, the earlier one, the 11th or the 12th, do that just because many times people say, oh, my goodness. And I'm not saying that because I'm there. I just it's a super powerful presentation, truly. And so people will say, I wish I, I wish you were doing it next week or I wish I could have brought somebody. So give yourself some time to evaluate to then bring somebody back or recommend somebody to come. Yeah, right. You get go there on Wednesday and you're, you're blown away. <laughs> that's the last one, right? And can't believe, well, of course, yeah. you know, there'll probably be other ones down the road, but that's, this is the only one that's planned here in North Texas, at least for the time being. But, uh, which, which brings up the last point is that if somebody is listening right now, and maybe they can come and witness it, but then bring it to their own parish. If somebody's listening and they're like, man, I want this to be in McKinney or Waxahachie or Weatherford, uh, what, what should they do? Yeah, absolutely. Just um, go to my website, You Shall Believe. It's Y-O-U. Just Google it, Y-O-U, YouShallBelieve.com. Hit contact, and, and it'll come to me. And just say, hey, I'd like to talk about bringing it to the parish. And if, especially if you're local, you know, absolutely, let's go. I don't charge anything, <laughs> you know. And uh, all we're doing is waking people up to the reality that Jesus Christ is alive in the Holy Eucharist. So absolutely, get a hold of me. All right, Tim, thanks so much. Uh, great to talk with you again. I hope to see you uh, in October. Uh, gosh, I, I got no excuse. I live like a, a stone's throw from the parish. And uh, like I said, I need, I need this. My whole family needs it. So we're planning on being there. And everybody, please uh, go to those websites. Websites. If you want information on the event itself, sciencetestsfaith.com forward slash Bedford. And then, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, youshallbelieve.com is your general website. Is that right, Tim? You bet. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Very God good. God bless you, Dave. Yeah, Thanks th- th- for all your work. Yeah, thank you so much. Hope that we'll see you in October and everybody get to get to this. It's, it's important and if it's important for you, but it's also probably very, very important for your high school and college student age students that you have living in your house. Tim, great to talk to you. Thanks so much. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, thanks to Sissel for running the board. Thanks to for listening. And if you have any suggestions for future interviews of the week, uh, we appreciate. Uh, just email, send me an email, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. Have a great rest of your weekend. God bless you. St. Rita Catholic Community in Dallas invites all listeners to its Seton Grief Ministry Program. The class is a 10-week structured program for those mourning the loss of a loved one. The course begins October 13th. The program will focus on the four tasks of mourning using the diocesan-approved New Day Journal Workbook. All materials are provided and donations are welcome. For more information, call Sandy at 214-223-7349. That's 214-223-7349. KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com. Welcome, everybody. This is the interview of the week here on KTH 910 AM. I'm Dave Palmer. Sissel is running the board. We're glad that you are listening. And, you know, on this program, we talk about wonderful news and information and events that are happening here in North Texas uh, that have uh, something to do with our Catholic faith. And I got to tell you, this event that we're going to be talking about uh, during the next 25 minutes or so, I am so excited to tell you about. I'm betting that you're perhaps hearing about it for the first time. 
And you're going to hear a lot about it in the coming months. Now, this is an event that doesn't come until December 4th and 5th of this year. It is called the St. Nicholas Christmas Show. And if you put a .com at the end of that, you can find out all the information about it. It's going to be at the Hilton Anatole in Dallas. And um, it's brought to you by the Adventure Catechism Media and also the Catholic Marketing Network. It's an event for all ages, inspiring speakers, prayer, photos with St. Nicholas, live Christmas music, sparkling light story time. Doesn't it just warm your soul just uh, thinking about this? And I'm going to be the MC, And I have on the line with me Kathy Gilmore, who serves uh, as Marketing Communications Event Planning Coordinator with the Catholic Marketing Network. And we welcome Kathy to uh, tell our listeners about this and also about sponsorship and exhibitor opportunities. So, Kathy, thanks for being on the program with me today. Oh, I am so happy to be with you, Dave. Um, I agree with you. This is one of the most exciting events that I have had the honor to be part of in a long time. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, where do we start? Tell a little bit about yourself. Uh, talk about um, Adventure Catechism Media and Catholic Marketing Network and kind of the uh, the groups that are coming together to put on this really big event. I mean, we think there are going to be thousands of people there. Tell us about those two groups. Absolutely. Adventure Catechism Media is a company that makes possible a number of different products and services, one of which is the Catholic Brain Platform that has been such a huge help for families, schools, and parishes um, during COVID and beyond because it's, it's digital tools that are really easy to access to get the children excited about faith and resources to help teachers in that process of faith formation. But there's a whole bunch of different products and services through Adventure Catechism Media. And this whole event is really the brainchild of Masango Osong and his wife, Sylvia, um, to, to really make the faith come alive for people in a fresh new way. Catholic Marketing Network has been in the business of trying to promote evangelization and all the companies that do evangelization for over 25 years. So this partnership is really to just give people a way to be excited about faith formation and evangelization in, um, in the Christmas context where we're talking about the Jesus joy of Christmas as opposed to all the other crazy stuff that gets in the way. Yeah, amen. And I know you and I were in a uh, Zoom meeting with Masango and Sylvia and some other folks uh, a couple of weeks ago, and Masango said the kind of the catalyst for this, the inspiration was him going, I think, last year to a, quote, Christmas uh, event, and he's like, where's Jesus? Where's the you know Christian faith? And there, uh, of course, you know, we, we kind of get caught up in a lot of the superficial stuff and he said all he said was I want to put on an event that's really focused on Christ and that's really what he's doing tell us uh, you know I know I know there's a lot of planning going on can you just kind of give us a bird's eye view of what this event is going to be all about December 4th and 5th the St. Nicholas Christmas show uh, at the Anatole Absolutely what we are doing is we are creating an experience that truly inspires all ages with the the really uh, the Jesus joy of Christmas. So how are we doing that? Well, we're bringing in Dr. Scott Hahn, um, Bible scholar and speaker extraordinaire on Saturday, um, and then we're bringing in Chris Stefanik on Sunday. So we've got these real powerhouse speakers to inspire everybody. 
But then, because we want this to be for families um, of all ages, um, we have Dave and Lauren Moore who are going to bring the whole worship, the music aspect of it. But this is all with a Catholic foundation. You know, you can see things like this that are done from various Christian perspectives. But what we think is so unique about this is that we really have a Catholic heart for it, even though it's it's broad and beautiful. But there's definitely a Catholic heart to it. And that's where the St. Nicholas piece comes in, that we want children to celebrate the joy of Christmas and know that, that the whole Santa ethos has a real guy at the heart of it, a guy who lives forever in heaven. So we have a real actor being St. Nicholas for the whole weekend, he, and he's so excited. He's growing his beard right now, <laughs> and, uh, and, and he's truly going to be um, basically St. Nicholas 24-7 for those two days. So if somebody sees him at the at the food counter getting a snack, he'll still be St. Nicholas in that moment. So we're going to really energize the imagination of the kids and the families um, throughout. And then we have story time in the Virtue Village. I myself am actually a published author, so we're featuring one of my books and my characters, Amel the Camel, who goes on the journey with King Baltazar to bring gifts to Jesus. But we're going to have a whole bunch of different storytelling happening in the Virtue Village. And um, we're going to have a Christmas pageant so that people can really engage in the story in a really fun, fresh way. Um, and that, that um, on the different days also incorporates a La Posada. So the kids actually get to be part of the procession. When the pageant is done, we all get to go on the procession into the um the exhibit hall. And um, so that's just a snapshot of what's happening. I mean, it's, it's amazing all the different things uh, we have planned. Yeah, it really is. It's not like, you know, we're dipping our, our toe into the water this year. I mean, this is a big event. I mean, I, I'm just, uh, it blows me away how much uh, you and Masango and Sylvia and me too, because I'm, I'm going to be the MC. I'm so excited about this. I mean, this is really exciting. And I, I know, Kathy, that uh, the, the main purpose of this particular interview, because you and I are going to speak every month uh, leading up to this event, um, we just want to give people a little taste of what's being planned. We want them to put it on their calendar, save the day today. I guess they can already go and buy tickets now if they'd like. Uh, but we also Excellent. want to talk about sponsorship and exhibitor opportunities. So let's talk about that because this is a very important uh, part of funding this and making it happen, right? Right, right. And that really is where you want people to think now about being involved, that Anybody who has any kind of a Catholic business or a business that appeals to Catholics, um, we want them to look into being a sponsor or being an exhibitor. You know, if you have any kind, if you're any kind of an artist, um, you know, and you want an opportunity to to co connect in person with a whole bunch of people, you know, we're anticipating one to two thousand people a day. Um, and, and that is in addition, you know, includes people that stay overnight in the hotel. So we really are anticipating people being very engaged with this and um, huge opportunity for anybody who needs to promote, you know, maybe you have a Catholic organization, maybe you have a Catholic nonprofit that you want to get in touch with a bunch of people all at the same time. You want to connect with those people to be an ambassador to go back to their parish 
to tell more about, um, you know, what you're doing or the products that you produce and, and how that can benefit their own family as well as, you know, in their larger parish communities. So we, we, we have both ways of participating. You can get a table, you can get a um, 10 by 10 booth, 10 by 20 booths, and with special arrangements, we can get, you know, bigger, you know. So for bigger organizations that want to use this opportunity to be associated with something that is universally appealing, you know, we're not just inviting Catholics, we're inviting everyone of goodwill who cares about the Jesus part of Christmas and and is sad that they can go to Christmas events and it's like you're looking for Jesus the whole time and he's not there. It's like having a birthday party for someone and leaving the the guest of honor off the list. <laughs> you know, that's what that's what our Christmas events have become. And so if you want to be associated with an event where Jesus truly is the core of it, and it's a ton of fun. You know, we're not, this is not some sappy old boring, you know, oh, it's another faith thing that we have to sit through. No, this is going to be literally excitement and exciting for everybody involved. And we think it's going to be really exciting for anybody who exhibits or sponsors. All right. Kathy Gilmore joining me from the Catholic Marketing Network. She serves as Marketing Communications and Event Planning Coordinator for the CMN. And she's also taking the lead in promoting the St. Nicholas Christmas Show December 4th and 5th. And you might say, wow, that's a long time from now. But really, it's only a, a few months away. It's going to be at the Hilton Anatole in Dallas, as she mentioned. Uh, thousands of people expected. You can go to com. That's stnicholaschristmasshow.com. Get tickets and also find out information about sponsorship and exhibitor. And I know sponsorship and exhibit and being an exhibitor can have crossover. You can be both, uh, or I guess you could be one or the other. Well, what is the the, the the cost or can you give us any kind of idea of uh, what what it uh, what it costs to to be either absolutely what we have is um, the opportunity where people can can do this in a simple way and just get a table or a booth but they also can be one of our sponsors where the sponsorships include booth space Mo- most of our sponsorships also include booth space. And the sponsorship means that you get your name and your logo promoted as we promote the event. So as we get the word out and get people excited about the event, then your name, your logo, your business is associated with it. And we even are doing it in such a way that maybe, you know, you are a company that's not located right in the Dallas area. Well, we want to um, give people opportunities for even like um, local retailers to be a representative for maybe a larger organization, publisher, um, or ministry. And so, you know, if the per, if if that the larger ministry is a sponsor, well, then they can provide the the table space or the booth space for that local Catholic retailer to be able to have a presence there and represent them and sell other products um, from their store as well. So we really are encouraging um, partnerships and uh, people working together um, in in the process. Yeah. You know, we had a, uh, an event recently and it was back in August and about a thousand people showed up. And you know, as we talked as a committee about it, we thought, you know, people have been 
kind of locked up, so to speak, for the last year and a half. And there's so much excitement about getting out and about. And I think that this is really going to be the case for this event. Last year, there wasn't much because of COVID, but now things are loosening up. And I think people are feeling more comfortable about coming out to, to live events like this. And so who knows? I mean, this, this you know, you may get Several thousand people. I think people are eager and excited to get out and about. All the more reason to to be a sponsor or an exhibitor because you're going to have a lot of people that can come up to your table and talk to you. And I think there's going to be a lot of goodwill. People are going to appreciate the folks who uh, who um, help to to support this event. Right, and and we're working to make the sponsorships affordable. Um, you know, where you know definitely comparable sponsorships for for this kind of caliber of event would often cost more. And we are really trying to, you know, make it so that it's valuable on the day of, but it's also valuable as we promote the event through emails and um, the event program and, uh, you know, the various signage. Um, and, you know, so there's a whole lot of layers where companies will get exposure. You know, a lot of times you get a sponsorship and you get an ad and a booklet and you get to have a space at the event. Our outreach is, you know, the the Catholic Brain um, ACM Adventure Catechism Media Outreach is 32,000 people across the United States. So, and, and the Catholic Marketing Network is um, between seven and 8,000. You know, when we, when we do our e-blasts and things like that, so you're you're getting exposure locally, but you're also getting um, a broader exposure. And and for some companies, that that's attractive. You know that that you get the the extra. Oh yeah, without a doubt. You know, I I always. Uh, joking, but it's it's the truth. Masango is just this idea guy. He comes up with these uh, amazing ideas, and I know Sylvia is so bright as well. Uh, is there a, a model for what y'all are doing? Has somebody done this, or is this are you kind of creating this from scratch? I'm just looking at the list of all these different things, like you've mentioned before, the Las Posadas and Story Time, uh, Bethlehem Village, uh, Christmas Market, uh, of course Saint Nicholas, and uh, how how. What has been the uh, kind of the, the who's who's putting this all together and thinking of all these ideas under one roof for all these various things that families can do? Well, this is what's really cute is that I said that I was a children's author, but I also for years did various things to enhance vacation Bible school at my parish. And so when Sylvan Sango brought me into the mix for planning this. Well, this was basically my dream come true mm. because I have been working for years in various ways to try to create experiences on the parish level, even just with little groups and things that made the faith come alive for families and children. And so as we talked through, I was like, well, we need story time for this level. We need the Bible zone. And, and Masango's like, what's the Bible zone? And he says, oh, I'm selling my Bibles on tablets. I'm like, no, the Bible zone is the area where you invite the, the middle grade kids to come and play games on your Catholic tablets. I said, your sales booth is someplace else. You want them to experience it. The same with the Redemption Challenge games. I wanted an event space where kids could actually play board games, strategy games, card games that are all uh, affirming our faith. 
so that you aren't just going to booths where someone's trying to introduce something, sell you. I wanted to give people experiences of those things. And so that's where all these different stations and stuff and, and all that kind of took shape. Um, that it, we, we knew we wanted a Christmas pageant. And then as we were talking about the Christmas pageant, I was saying, well, you know what? If Disney has Christmas characters that, um, you know, delight the children all over the Magic Kingdom, why can't we have our, you know, Bethlehem experience, you know, of, of the St. Nicholas Christmas show, have the Christmas characters accessible to the children and families. So now the children aren't going to just get to see and talk to St. Nicholas. They're going to see expectant Mary. Mary Mm. will be walking through the hall and they'll be able to talk to her and touch her belly and say, wow, Jesus is is almost born. You know, (laughs) to have that conversation to, to really energize the imagination of, of the kids. So are you in, trying in a to f- spiritual way? You're trying to find an eight month pregnant woman to uh, play Mary, or how is that going to work? Well, <laughs> we we will have someone to play Mary that that it, it, we're able to create that. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, I, as as we talk about this, and uh, you know, like I said at the beginning, it's so exciting. You know the. The, the the Santa Claus and the reindeers and Frosty the Snowman and I, I that that's all fun. I mean, you can't tell a kid, oh, that's not fun. It is fun. It's a little superficial. Uh, but I think what uh, you, you are doing and what we're doing with this St. Nicholas Christmas show is combining the fun. There there won't be any limit on the fun and the excitement and the smiles and the laughter and the joy. But it's also authentically true to Scripture and the teachings of the church, and so it's it really kind of rolls it all up into one, doesn't it? Yes, and that's the whole thing, is that too often children go through their growing up years where they think that that the faith is something preached at them or taught to them. And it's always really hard to get young people to, to really think that the faith is something they find joy in and that they are delighted to be a part of. And so that's where we're what we're really trying to hone in on here so that you know even our what we call Jesus birthday cakewalk, you know it's a cakewalk, but the circles that the kids walk through will be basically an advent wreath and when they land on the purple candle and the uh you know the purple candles they get to win a piece of cake and when they land on the pink candle they get to go again. <laughs> so everything is infused with faith in the midst of the fun. I want to talk about the fact that uh, really this is something for the entire family. I know I would love to, to hear Dr. Scott Hahn. Uh, you know, he's you know he he's more associated with talking with adults. Uh, Christophanic is synonymous with young people. And uh, David and Lauren Moore, they are just outstanding. I was at an event recently with them, and their music is just angelic. And so really, if a family comes and you've got, you know, a three-year-old and you've got a a 20-year-old, there's really going to be something for everybody. Isn't that the case? That is absolutely the case. And and we're even spreading out the chairs in the Trinity Ballroom. I love the fact that we are meeting in the Trinity Ballroom. Couldn't be more perfect. But we're spreading out the chairs in sections of it so that people 
can still come and hear a Christophonic, can come, come and hear a Dr. Scott Hahn, but they have room for strollers or if they need to put a blanket down for little kids to play. You know, originally we thought we needed some space because of, you know, of people that wanted social distancing, but now we're thinking it's a double bonus because if you're coming with little kids and you really want to be blessed as a grown up or the grandparent, but you want to be able to have the kids there. And so we're, you know, so we're being very strategic about making sure that all ages really, you know, are blessed by this, that it's not just a kid's event where the parents are like, oh, there's nothing for me, or a parent event where the children are like, when is this over? (laughs) We, you know, we want to really have everybody be able to, to find the joy in it. And then all of those experiences are integrated in the expo hall so that all our exhibitors are benefiting at the same time. Because a lot of times you end up with activities that take people away from an exhibit hall. We've got all of them integrated in the exhibit hall. Dave and Lauren Moore will be doing performing live music in the core of Bethlehem Town, which is the middle of the exhibit hall. So you'll be able to hear their music even as you're meeting and talking with and finding out about all these different um, these different vendors and, and exhibitors. Very nice. We're down to our last few minutes here. Kathy Gilmore uh, with the St. Nicholas Christmas Show uh, joining us. Uh, she works with Catholic Marketing Network, and this is being uh, put on by Catholic Marketing Network and also Adventure Catechism Media. It is going to be December 4th and 5th of this year, Hilton Anatole in Dallas, the St. Nicholas Christmas Show. If you go to stnicholaschristmasshow.com, you can buy your tickets. You can also find out all kinds of information. The website is beautiful. It's exactly what you would expect from something like this. Very bright, a lot of reds and greens and brightness and you can see who the speakers are going to be and even my picture on there because I'm going to be the MC. Uh, Kathy, if you could um, just give a final uh, update on first how people can get tickets and then secondly a reminder about how folks can be sponsors and or exhibitors of this event. Absolutely. What you'll do is you'll go to St. Nicholas Christmas Show, and remember it's the stnicholaschristmasshow.com, and then you click on the little red buy tickets button, and we've got packages um, that are uh, for single day or multi-day. Right now we have early bird pricing. I highly recommend if anybody's thinking about coming, go ahead and get that early bird pricing um, that's uh, through uh, the uh, through, I believe, October. Um, anyway, and then um, if you scroll down to the sponsor section, you'll be able to see how to get um, an exhibit table, exhibit booth, and our sponsorship booklet is linked there, and it has all the information about how to um, be a sponsor. And, and just get in touch with us. If anybody has any questions, I'm um, C. Gilmore at CatholicMarketing.com. They can call and ask, you know, get, get me or email me and, um, and also info at St. Nicholas Christmas Show for any general question um, for people that need information. We're happy to help and, uh, and we're, we're really excited to partner with businesses and organizations. And if you've got a creative idea of how you want to participate as an exhibitor or sponsor, 
we're obviously open to creative ideas. So yeah. <laughs> um, please uh, get in touch with us. Yeah, very good. Kathy, thanks so much. I think this is so exciting. I look forward to talking to you again uh, about as the plans continue to develop and uh, really push uh, for folks to participate in this right now, uh, sponsors and exhibitors is what we're really looking for. And we want you to get tickets, uh, be involved in this, because this is going to be a wonderful way to celebrate uh, just a few weeks before the actual Christmas Day. Uh, Kathy Gilmore, my guest, the website again, com. Make sure you do ST. NicholasChristmasShow.com. It's going to be uh, December 4th and 5th, 2021, Hilton Anatole in Dallas. Again, sponsored by Adventure Catechism Media and Catholic Marketing Network. Uh, Kathy, thanks so much. I'm excited and we will talk again. And in the meantime, we just ask everybody to contact you or go to that website and get involved and get some tickets. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you. And just remember, we are all about the Jesus joy of Christmas. Amen. Thanks so much, Kathy. (laughs) Thanks also to Cecil for running the board. And if you have ideas for future interviews. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. 